Mother's Day to all who mother. <laughs> yes, and welcome to I Think Speech. I am Hazel Archer Ginsburg. And yes, motherhood is a quality of soul. So if you have cradled, fed, held, hugged, nurtured, counseled, driven around, stayed up late for, cleaned up after, shared joys, shared heartaches, nursed late at night, helped out, cheered on, fought for, you know, worried about, taken pride in, stood behind, defended, believed in, and loved with all your heart, above and beyond what is asked for in any other situation, unconditionally and respectfully. If you are a place called home to someone, a refuge from the world, an embrace full of warmth and understanding, then you are a mother. And we can remember and honor the fact that we all have life and the continuity of life, growth, and change on our planet because of the mother line. The mothers have gifted all with the pulse and rhythm of life, the heart, yeah, the heartbeat of the mother. The mother line connects all, connects all humanity. So happy Mother's Day to the grandmothers and the great grandmothers, the mothers, the daughters, the sisters, the aunties, the girlfriends, all kindred. And Mother Gaia, who sustains us all. So yeah, let's, let's do a little herstory. A little history of Mother's Day. And when we look back, we can see that, of course, you know, the earliest Mother's Day celebrations can be, you know, we can see them in the spring festivals, right? The ancients, they knew how to honor the mother, the mother of the gods, and the queen bee, right? And much later, in the 1600s, England actually celebrated a day called Mothering Sunday. And for them, it was kind of honoring the matriarchy and then the queens of England. And as Christianity spread throughout Europe, the celebration changed to honor the Mother Church. And here in the U.S. in 1870, Julia Ward Howe, the woman who actually wrote the words to the battle hymn of the Republic, <laughs> knowing all too well the horrors of war, called for women to rise up and oppose war in all its forms. She wanted women to come together and, you know, uh, across national lines to recognize what we hold in common above what divides us and to commit to finding peaceful resolutions to conflicts. If only the mothers could be in charge, right? She called it Mother's Day for Peace. 
And her idea was influenced by a woman named uh, Anna Jarvis. She was a, a young Appalachian home homemaker who had attempted uh, starting, um, you know, sort of a recognition of this in, in 1858. And really for her, it was trying to drive this improvement towards sanitation through what she called mother's work days. So she got women together. She organized women uh, throughout the Civil War even to, to work for better sanitary conditions for both sides. And in 1868, she began to work to, to reconcile uh, the Union and the Confederate neighbors. Beautiful. So then Anna Jarvis's daughter, who had the same name as her mom, of course, knew about her mother's work and the work of Julia Ward Howe. And so much later, when her mother died, this second Anna Jarvis started her own crusade to found uh, what she was kind of calling a Memorial Day for Women. And the first Mother's Day was celebrated in West Virginia in 1907 in a church. This was the church that the elder Anna Jarvis had taught Sunday school. So they, they had a, a, a gathering there really to, to pay homage to her ancestor. So she began a campaign to, um, from there to establish a national Mother's Day. And she thought it would be good to have it on the second Sunday of May, which was the anniversary of her mother's death. And it also, interestingly enough, happened to be 40 days after Easter. Kind of interesting. And she wanted it to be a day dedicated to peace. And from there, the custom, you know, another reason to celebrate, caught on and eventually spread to 45 states. And finally, the holiday was declared officially uh, by these 40, 45, at least, uh, beginning in, in 1912. But then in 1914, kind of a, an important year in world history, um, hoping to get the female vote and also, I think, for, you know, a distraction from his declaration of war, the First World War, President Woodrow Wilson confirmed the first National Mother's Day. Really very ironic that this original impulse of peace, you know, this idea of working to prevent war, was uh, declared official by this warmonger, Woodrow Wilson, who got us into what became the First World War and now war forever more. So yeah, what does, what does it mean for us today? You know, I'm not talking about the commercialized Happy-faced, take-your-mother-to-brunch cliches, right? Now, Hallmark may not be talking, but come on, really, this is heavy stuff. The concept of mother, it's highly charged for most of us. We have, we all have or had a mother, good or bad or in between, 
we may be a mother ourselves. I know how hard it can be. You know, what does all of this bring up? Plenty, right? There's a lot there, I know. So maybe today we can try and access some of these impressions to just really own up. What are the feelings and the memories, you know, to pound out the pain, to, to rattle the wonder, to sing our story, to, to dance in the healing process, to mother ourselves. So go ahead, choose your weapon of peace, your surgical tool, your pruning shears or your hammer or your monkey wrench, right? Whatever it is, a drum, a shaker, those will do as we explore and experience our modern Mother's Day. Let's make it an anthem, you know, recognizing this, this pounding in our hearts, all of us, this heart, this heartbeat that we all share. So blessings to all who create and give life.